Hi, everyone. Welcome to Joshua Live. I'm Gary Temple Bodley. Today's episode is about standing up for yourself, about embracing this idea of transformation, and knowing that there is something far more for you when you move along this path of self-discovery than you can possibly imagine. It's the unimaginable. We've seen so many people go through incredible transformations over the years, and it's all done at first by you saying that you deserve more, that you are ready for more, that you're ready to push past fear. And of course, the way to do this is to get involved in an active experience that shows you exactly what's going on in this reality, that elevates you to a new perspective, and that allows you to move along on this transformative journey. What we offer is a series of courses, starting with the foundations course, then the basic training, then the boot camp, and also the activations. The activations require nothing more than listening to a meditation during the week and an activation recording on the weekends. This uh, activation has done more than anything we expected. We have 120 people going through now, and the feedback that we've gotten is astounding. Um, I'm actually putting together all the feedback into one PDF so that you can take a look at that if you want. If you'd like more about information about any of these programs, we're starting everything on January 6th. There's still time to get into any one of these courses or the activation, and there's some special offers going on there. So if you send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com, I'll send you all the information. And you can also visit the website at theteachingsofjoshua.com. And on that website, you can get free meditations. There's a lot of free stuff there as well. You can see the Joshua documentary, and you can actually buy the audiobook of Joshua's first book, which is A Perception of Reality. This coming Sunday, we're going to be in New York City doing live group activations and energy healings and clearings. And if you'd like to be part of that, I'll send you all the information on that as well. And then on in February, at the very end of February, we'll have a retreat in Orlando. We've rented a gigantic, beautiful house, and uh, we'll have about 20 people there. It should be a lot of fun. And also we'll have our regular Joshua Spring Fling event in North Carolina, May 2nd to 6th. All of these retreats are Joshua Live sessions, white light sessions, energy healing, heart opening, and group activations. I would suggest taking a look at any of that stuff and uh, send me an email and I'll send you all the information. All right. Without any further ado, let's get ready for this episode. We are thrilled to be here. Welcome. When you take a stand for yourself, when you endeavor to get into a course or read a book, watch a video, take on a new philosophy, play with some new ideas, and realize that you are capable of anything in this reality. You can have, be, and do anything in this reality. Your reality is set up perfectly for you. This life is perfect for you. Everything that you truly want is coming to you when you stand up for yourself, when you realize that you are do everything by birthright that you want. Anything that you can conceive is yours. But do you really have to conceive it? Or could you just let it come to you? Could you trust that the universe itself is lining everything up for you, that your guides and supporters are leading you on a little trail towards everything you truly want? Can you open up your beliefs to believe that you are supported in every moment of your life, that you've never been alone, 
that all your friends and family and coworkers and people you know are here to support you and you benefit them as well? Can you look at yourself from this higher perspective? And in understanding that higher perspective, realize that this life that you're living is set up for you to live any way you like. And when we say any way we like, we're not saying one choice is better than another, or you can pick and choose what to manifest and what to keep away. We say, look at your perspective and push past a belief system that was ingrained in you by those who didn't really understand the system. Now that you're having this conversation, and maybe you're talking to your friends about this, and maybe you're participating in an activation or a course or something else, maybe you can realize that you were led to this information, you were led to all the things that are waiting for you, and that when you allow yourself to think of yourself in higher and higher terms, realizing who you truly are and how magnificent you must be just to be on this planet at this time, when you take into account the reverence of all those in the non-physical, the love of all those in the non-physical for you specifically, and you realize you don't have to do anything, you don't have to be anything, you don't have to change one iota, you can live exactly as you are, and then you can move up, if you like, a little bit higher perspective. Maybe you could act on some inspiration or do something you haven't done before, or realize that no one else really knows what's going on here, especially where you're concerned, and you have all the information inside yourself. Can you imagine that, that all the power is within you? The power that exists within you in the non-physical is immense. Well, that power is with you here in this physical reality. You just can't remember it. You just can't feel it. You just don't know it but you're moving in that direction. And if you could take some gigantic leap and get there today, well, you would be quite amazed at what would manifest given that high vibration. You see, this entire reality is a reflection of the vibration you're offering. That vibration isn't controlled by your thoughts or wishes or dreams or desires or hopes. It's uh, organized in a way based in how you see yourself, that's it. How do you see yourself in this reality? Do you see yourself as the master creator that you truly are? Or do you see yourself as a victim sometimes? Are you trying to keep things away that you're in fear of? Or are you embracing this life, letting it all come, and knowing that if it's coming to you, it must be for you? Do you realize that you've gone many, many, many years, having many, many, many experiences, being molded and shaped and formed into the you that exists right now, and that you can accelerate that process if you like, or you can hide out and you can play it safe and you can not do too much, you can live in fear. It's all up to you. But if you were going to go along on a journey willingly, accepting everything that comes to you, you'd be molded even more. You'd be shaped into the version of you that is more similar to the version of you that exists in the non-physical, the true authentic you. And the true authentic you living in this reality would have immense power, not power to actually mold what you think you lack and create what you think you should have to make yourself feel better, but to allow the universe to create for you that which from your current perspective is unimaginable. 
These unimaginable experiences will come quickly when you raise your perspective. And then you'll realize as you look back, well, you've had many unimaginable experiences. Every time you met someone out of the blue or did something that others thought couldn't be done, well, you sort of chalk that up to coincidence or luck or something random happening. But there is no luck, coincidence, or randomness in this reality. It's all orchestrated for you to go on this journey, to have experiences that you cannot have in the non-physical, so that you are expanded in your vibration and can attract more and be more and do more and see more and know more. And as you expand yourself in this reality, you expand your inner self, you expand all that is, and you create that which has never been created before. Most humans living in this reality have created the same old thing because they've seen others do it inside some box. Okay, maybe there's a new version of this or another level of that, but it's basically the same thing. You didn't really come here to do that. You came here to create that which is unique for you. Those experiences can be had in absolute joy when you're understanding what's really going on here. Or you could be in fear and think things should be different than they are or wish things should be different or not want certain experiences. But since this is a choreographed, curated experience for you of this life happening in a blink of an eye, why not lean into it? Why not go for it? Why not stand up for who you truly are and live it fully? When you endeavor to assert your magnificence into this reality, you grasp that power. That power to create worlds is your power. That power is to create the unimaginable. We're here to show you that there is a road to that which has never been experienced before, but you'll have to act on inspiration. You'll have to have a bit of faith. You'll have to not need all your ducks lined up in a row before you even take one step. Imagine that all the information that you ever need to do anything can come not by Googling it, not by asking someone else for their opinion, not by looking to an expert, but by going inside. When you start to trust that information, that knowing, you understand who you truly are. This is also why you're here. When we say love is knowing, and this is a journey of self-discovery, as you get to know yourself more, well then, you love yourself more. And as you love yourself more, you will stand up for yourself more. You will not need others' opinions or support by saying that you're doing the right thing at the right time. They generally won't be able to do that because they're really a reflection of how you see yourself. And so when you have some doubt about yourself, others show that to you. But when you really realize how advanced you are, because you have to be pretty advanced to be listening to this information now, whether you're on this call now or listening at a later date, if you're following along with these ideas, the idea of perfection, the idea that you're the creator of your reality, the idea that things are always working out for you and everyone else, the idea that everyone is sovereign in this reality and they have chosen experiences that they're going to have. There is no bad. There is no wrong. Everything is right. When you can get on board with this philosophy and then assert yourself into your own reality, as you will do, the more you listen, the more you 
transform from the one living in fear in the lower densities to the one living in love in the higher densities. When you turn it around and invert from living for yourself, trying to get what you lack, towards living for others, how to serve, how to be who you truly are, well, then your life will become nothing short of magnificent. And a magnificent life is an example to others. This is really how you serve. Now, to get there, you're going to have to push past fear. You're going to have to process limiting beliefs. You're going to have to have a leap of faith. You're going to have to practice and play and learn and grow and then teach. And when you do, the satisfaction you'll receive will be something that you really remember, some vibration of this idea of satisfaction. You probably haven't found a lot of satisfaction living by what others deem as appropriate. But when you go out on your own, when you find what interests you, when you endeavor in your passions and move forward without consent of the others, well, then you've really reached a new position. And others will notice it. You'll create a ripple. People will start thinking. And when they start thinking, well, then they ignite themselves as well. Then you're in this together. Because guess what? You're a collective consciousness. You are all one as humans on this planet, moving in the direction of ascension. Ascension from lower densities of confusion and fear to higher densities of knowing and love. And with that, we'd like to talk to you about anything we'd like to talk about. Who would like to start? I have a question. Jamie. I have kind of like a wild theoretical question about time that I've been trying to wrap my head around. So I think my understanding with time based on your discussions is that, you know, linear time is just an illusion from our limited perspective, and that there are multiple timelines existing simultaneously. And I think you've mentioned as well that we've collectively existed in feeling a lot of fear for much of our history. So if we've been consistently creating in fear and there are multiple existing timelines, and this is gonna sound sort of like the plot of a great sci-fi movie, but uh, in this understanding, is it possible that at some point and what we view from our perspective as our past, that there could theoretically have been some kind of, let's say like nuclear World War III or apocalyptic event that actually wiped humanity off the face of the earth. But then, you know, either other simultaneous timelines continued on where there was like no apocalypse and now we exist in this present moment or someone or some entity could have gone back to a point in time, you know, to like, let's say, prevent this event. So now we exist here at this point in time. Well, every word of that is true. We, we would not like to get all etherical here, woo-woo here, but we want you to understand that every possible timeline, choice, reaction, outcome, has been created, is in existence, and can be chosen. The thing is that you do this individually and as a collective. You are a collective consciousness with the caveat that you can't feel it, that you can't understand it, that it doesn't seem that way. So that's the illusion too. So you have time as an illusion, and you have 
your history as an illusion. You have all of your physical senses telling you something, which is an illusion. And you have a agreement from a non-physical perspective. So let's talk about the timelines that you have existed in. You may have been going along, feeling like a victim, having things happen to you. But it brings you to a level where you say, I'm not going to stand for this anymore. I'm going to do something. I'm going to find something to feel better. So you find a book. Friend tells you about a podcast. You watch a video. You see a movie. You get inspired. You keep moving in this direction. You follow interests. You follow more inspiration. And lo and behold, you find yourself here. And suddenly you have these new thoughts coming in, these new ideas, these ideas that wouldn't really come forth if you were in a lot of fear, because frankly, it'd be too frightening. But you've moved up in density somehow, and now you have access to new ideas, new ideas that likely most people wouldn't want to endeavor to discover what's actually going on here, because it might be a little bit too much if you're in the lower densities. In these lighter densities, all kinds of ideas come to you. And so in this subject of time, just think about the different timelines you specifically jump from to get here where this question came as inspiration to ask on this platform. Now, all of you are doing it together at some point, but you have to remember that every single human has come for a certain experience. That experience can only be had on earth and at this time. This is the time of awakening. So some people come here just to experience it, have feelings, but not really go anywhere, not really shift perspective too much, just to be a part of it. Some of you come to be leaders and teachers and to have a massive shift in your perspective in one lifetime, knowing that that massive shift alone will shift timelines. However, from your non-physical perspective, you don't think one thing is good and one thing is bad. It's just an agreement. You don't think a nuclear war that wipes out everyone on this planet is necessarily bad. It could be a way to ascend even faster. But you have an idea of what would make the best possible scenario for the most of you to possibly ascend to where you want to go to while others ascend to where they want to go to, and everywhere in between. Now, just from a human perspective, you can say, well, there's seems like 8 billion people on this planet, and it seems like everyone is acting in their own self-interest. And it seems like there's a difference if you're in this country or that country or this age or that age or this sex or that sex. And all of this is happening all at the same time. So that overall idea can be overwhelming. Now, how does the individual have a right to choose timelines within a collective that's choosing an overall timeline? This is how intricate the system is. This is how vast and wise the system is. The system is perfect. It has to be perfect. And it allows for you to shift from a timeline of your life to a massively higher timeline, a higher perspective. You can skip timelines, jump over timelines. And in fact, when you look back at your past, 
you'll remember differently based in where you are, what timeline you're on right now. All the things that possibly had happened in your life that shaped you and molded you, maybe you remember it to a certain degree, but you're always looking at it from a higher perspective. From the perspective you were at the time as a six-year-old who dropped her ice cream, that was the worst event possibly that ever happened to you at the time. But you don't remember it that way at all. Because from where you are now, you have a completely different perspective. Ice cream means something different to you. But everything has happened to lead you so that you think of yourself from a higher perspective in this moment. Able to bring in a brilliant question like that and play around with this idea of time being an illusion. From the non-physical, time is understood, but it's much faster. And it's irrelevant. doesn't matter. You choose this life. It's a lightning bolt. And then you're on to something else. Now, because it happens so fast in the non-physical, you get to be the human experiencing it minute by minute by minute. And from that perspective, you have a lot of play within this, a lot of time within it. And within that, you get to choose how you want to take this roller coaster ride that was designed by you in the non-physical. Now, if you're in a lot of fear and you want to play it safe, well, you're going to have intentions pre-birth that will not really move you to seek information like this. You'll be living a basically a standard life where you're born, where you die, all in the middle, doing things that pretty much everyone else is doing. That is like the momentum of the whole amusement park. Most of the players are doing that sort of thing. They don't really have the experience, the ideas from the non-physical of how to shift this perspective, but they come in to support those of you who maybe are a little more intricately woven into the fabric of the earth reality. And you all know how to set intentions. You all know how to make a birthplace, a family, a time and date, a body, a name, and choose guides. You might drop in at a place and time and a situation and conditions that cause you to perceive yourself as powerless as a victim, a pretty low density, but then create a trajectory that creates a massive shift in perspective within one lifetime. So imagine there's a thousand of you out there and you are having your own massive shift from a pretty low density to a very high density. In this, you're creating thrust that brings the entire humanity up with you. Now, there's some who will be inventing things. There'll be some who are artists creating things. And some of you will be teachers and leaders and thinkers, thinking in a new way. Now, here's what happens. Just as you reach a high enough density to bring in this question, to reach the level of perspective where this high vibrational idea can come to you, 
you bring that in to the mass consciousness of this planet. Now, others can access that. When we have an answer to this, we can answer it in a way that those of you at the highest densities can begin to understand. When you begin to understand this idea of time and the illusion of it, that you're all one, that things are working out for you, that you created your reality, you bring this possibility in to the mass consciousness now, and it's easier for those who are reaching up a little bit to grasp them, much easier for them than it was for you. You are the pioneers. You are the trailblazers, you see? Just imagine that you're an explorer, and a few hundred years ago, you decide to see if you can find your way from the east to the west. No one's really done it before, but once you've done it and reported back and maybe drawn a map or something, now lots of others can do it. Imagine you break some record that no one thought was possible. Well, now everyone sees that this could be done. And now it becomes possible for those who are interested in it at that vibration. When you all get to this higher density, you'll have access to new ideas, new thoughts, new feelings, new experiences. And you can start to bring those in. You don't even have to talk about it. Once the idea reaches your consciousness, it's in the mass consciousness. And then those who are in a similar vibration in that subject can access it as well. This is the power that you all have at this leading edge of thought. You're literally puncturing the balloons that contain all this information that help raise everyone to a timeline that is best suited for all, given all the collective desires and all the individual desires. So imagine if you operated as a collective consciousness and completely understood everyone in that consciousness without this illusion of separation, without forgetting who you are. Well, together, you would telepathically choose a timeline to be on. This is a little bit unique here on Earth because in essence, you are this collective consciousness. In essence, you are telepathically creating a reality that serves all of you. You're doing it from your non-physical position and you're also doing it from your physical human position. The more of you who say everything is right, there is no wrong anywhere in the universe, the more power is in this consciousness. The more that those in fear can rise above. Now, if you take a look at all the humans who are alive on the planet right now, the collective consciousness has never been higher in general. 100 years ago, much lower, much more dense, much more fear. 100 years ago, there was much more of an illusion of separation. There's much more of an understanding of oneness now. How you think about nature and earth and the animals, completely different than it was 20, 30, 40 years ago. It's all moving. You can look at it as the whole. Now, if you really paid a lot of attention to news or social media, you could go down a rabbit hole and say, wow, it's all kind of crazy out there. And this timeline that we've, we're all on now seems to be really chaotic. 
Well, it's just because you have more technology now. 100 years ago, everyone's reading a few dozen newspapers. They're reading a few dozen stories that are basically the same thing. Now you have access to all kinds of information where you look is going to matter towards your timelines. If you are going to concern yourself or be in fear of something outside of you in any arena, that's going to slow your shift in perspective. But when you can focus and take action and endeavor to dive deeper into a philosophy that you're interested in, do some work, process limiting beliefs, share with a friend, have conversations, create communities. This will shift not only your timeline, not only the timeline of those friends who come along with you, but of the mass consciousness of this planet. Well, this is a time of great change. You all wanted to be here. You can have, be, and do anything much more easily now, certainly. You could have been anything back 100 years ago, but you didn't have a lot of these ideas floating around. There was no way to technologically connect with these ideas. Most of those who were speaking in these kinds of terms were under the radar and were not granted access to large audiences. That's all changing now because this is a collective timeline you've agreed to. All this technology, you've agreed to it. Now, as something new happens in a collective consciousness that's in an illusion of separation, there will be many who will still remain in fear of these new things. This will always be up to you to decide. Something new is happening in my reality. Am I going to be in fear of it, reacting to it, and pretending that I'm a victim in this one circumstance? Or am I going to maintain my awareness of my own sovereignty and understand that as the creator of my reality, nothing can come into this reality that can possibly affect me unless I participate in that as a victim, forgetting who I am momentarily. And of course, if you do that, you'll have a manifestation event, you'll find a limiting belief, but then will you process that limiting belief? When all of you are looking around and saying, I feel good. I am appreciating everything in my life. I am understanding how others serve me. I am understanding how, through my example of alignment, I serve them. I know for sure that my inner self is leading me towards experiences that will allow me, if I choose to, to shift my perspective even higher. As I shift my perspective higher, I move into faster, lighter densities. In those densities, I can't hold on to limiting beliefs. And so manifestation events can come quicker then. But I am standing up for who I am in this reality. So I will use whatever resources available. I will take a course. I will have an activation. I will have a consultation, a coaching call. I will gather friends with me. I will set up community phone calls, and I will do whatever I need to do to maintain this idea of the creator in action, creating timelines, not from my human perspective that I think are better, 
but from a collective perspective, the non-physical perspective that is understanding the mass consciousness of all as well as me. It'll take a bit of time to realize that all of you have a certain power innately. That power is to shift your awareness from what's not true to what is true. There's innate power within all of you that is considering other people's opinion of you in fear that they may leave you or reject you or criticize you, but realizing that eventually you'll get to a high enough density where you will see clearly what's happening. You'll realize that they are there to show you who you're being at all times. And as soon as you get to that level, you'll be in appreciation and gratitude for them. This is when things shift. This is when things turn on. This is when you radically move to higher levels. We are here in support of that. There are courses here in support of that. The activations are here in support of that. Doing it on your own can be a little bit tricky. You have a lot of questions. Doing it as a community, as a group, it's a lot easier. So we suggest rely on those who are on this call, rely on those who are in this community, rely on those who are listening to this information, rely on friends you know right now who are just beginning to pick up these ideas and then work with all of them together and let go of this idea that you need to choose a timeline or that a timeline can be something you don't want and just realize that the whole system is supporting this experiment, this experiment where it isn't like this anywhere else. This experiment has the greatest potential for the most massive shift in densities. You are coming at this time specifically for this. And when you lean into this idea, knowing that you really, really, really wanted to be here, you'll start to see it. Wonderful question. Lori. Thank you. Oh, Hi, Joshua. Um, I have specifically about the unimaginable life. Yesterday, I had an inspiration. I pushed past from fears, went to my financial advisor's office just to talk to my friend who works there. His wife came in. I talked to her. And then he got free and he said, well, come on back. I ended up spending two hours there and I was going to spend 10 minutes. <laughs> but he asked me about, what are you doing now? Are you still doing that companion aid? And okay, how much are you making? And I kind of told him and he goes, okay, well, we kind of want to get you up to a certain level. And I'm thinking, well, I kind of figured he would say something like that. You know, after we get done talking, getting caught up, I left and I'm like, oh, well, you know what? I always thought that, well, maybe I could do such and such. And I'm like, what would that mean? I don't know. I like my current job, but, and I'm getting a lot out of it because I'm seeing people and getting examples of things that everything that you talk about. So I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Now, how does the unimaginable come into regular work? and paying bills because I want something unimaginable. And I mean, there's you, there's white light already here. What is more unimaginable than that? 
Well, if you ask a question, what's the unimaginable, from a perspective where you can't imagine it, there's no possible way you can get an answer. This is why humans haven't been on this trail towards an unimaginable life. What does that mean? It means that every single thing that you've ever done in your life, that you consciously wanted, planned for, thought of, had an ideal, every single one of those things was something that someone else had done before. And you thought, well, if I could do that, I'd feel positive emotion. If I could have that, I'd feel secure. That's positive emotion. And you'd be using the outside conditions to make yourself feel something. As the creator of your reality, you choose how you want to feel in response to anything. If you looked at a sunset and you said, oh, that is beautiful. That is just magnificent. It is so lovely. I love it. The sunset did not make you feel that. Something in you appreciates the beauty of that sunset. You could just as easily said, oh, I hate the sunset because it means the day's over. And you could think sunsets are ugly. But do you really think about what you are actually creating? When you want something, you set a plan in motion to get that thing that's a picture in your mind. It's not unimaginable because you can imagine it. So how does one get the unimaginable? Well, you could look at your life now and you could say, how do I live this life? Is this life normal? Do I have a job? Why do I have a job? Because someone else had this job or I saw this job in the papers or someone told me about this job. It seemed reasonable. I could do this thing I'm asked to do and I could make money in exchange. Well, that's not unimaginable. That's imaginable. You can imagine it. So what else are you doing that's in a box? Are you living a certain way based in an identity that you have that you think is good? Are you doing what everyone else in society is doing? Are you buying things on Black Friday because it's Black Friday and everyone else is doing the same thing? Are you refraining from doing things because you could be criticized? Are you refraining from doing things because it might create an unwanted outcome? This is all the thoughts that are typical human thoughts based in victimhood. If you're going to be the creator of your reality, you sort of think, well, here's how you create. You picture something and then you do X, Y, and Z, and then it manifests in your life. Well, let's try that out. Let's give you the power of manifestation. You think of something you want, you snap your fingers, and you have it. What does that give you? Does it give you any experience whatsoever? No. Have you had to push past fear at all? No. Have you had to see yourself from a higher perspective? No. Have you had to move out of a lower density into a higher density? No. You just clicked your fingers and nothing happened. Now, maybe something you want to manifest in your reality and you use that as an excuse to feel good. Again, this is something a victim would do. Victim meaning outside of things and people can make you feel something. So what most people would do if they had that power is they would eliminate things from their life. And eventually they'd eliminate all the annoying people. They'd eliminate anyone who ever said a negative comment. They'd eliminate anyone who ever rejected them. And basically they'd be by themselves in a white box. 
This is not what you want. This is not what you signed up for. This is not unimaginable. Only your inner self knows what you intended to live in this experience and your guides and support. Only those in the non-physical, we should say. They understand exactly what you want to experience in this reality. What you want to experience is a massive shift in perspective. You want to come from a limited perspective, perceiving yourself as a victim, have experiences, experiences that gain information, that have information contained within them, that you receive and then see yourself from a higher perspective and shift up in density. All the people in your life, Lori, came with you here, parents, friends, siblings, enemies, everyone, to reflect back to you your perspective, to confront you if you were pushing past fear. Are you really pushing past fear? They will be there as a witness to it. If you do push past fear, if you do transform from a more limited version of you to a much higher, lighter, freer, abundant version of you, not paying attention to the rules, not paying attention to the dogma, not worrying about the outcome, not holding on to ideals, living life radically different from a perspective that others do not have yet, being the trailblazer and the maverick that you specifically are, listening to your own guides and your own supporters and your own inner self for absolute wisdom, intuition, direct communication, and inspiration. All the inspiration will lead you to an experience. The experience has information. If you see the experience is perfect, you'll gain all of the information. When you gain the information, you'll see yourself differently. Your perspective will shift and you'll move into a new density. That new density has more unimaginable experiences within it. Let's just imagine there are a hundred layers of density. Of course, there's infinite, but just imagine there's a hundred. Let's say you came in right at the bottom of it, about 92, way down there. You did this for a purpose. You wanted to see yourself as a victim, then create this trajectory, move to where you are now, contemplating the fact that you are actually the creator the whole time. But you are saddled with all these beliefs. You are saddled with an identity that you formed over this lifetime. And now you're starting to think in a new way. Now you're starting to act in a new way. Now you're starting to realize maybe that you do have power. Maybe you are supported. Maybe everything's working out for you. Maybe you have to fear nothing. Maybe you aren't separate. Maybe you are all one. Maybe you are in service to others every single time you push past fear. Maybe you have a lot of fear because of what a maverick you are, and you chose to be born into this body, into these circumstances, into this situation of your youth that would saddle you with this identity and limiting beliefs. And you said, yeah, it's not going to be easy, but I'm also emotionally sensitive, so I'm not going to stand for this. I'm not going to abide by this anymore, these negative feelings that come every time my identity is dinged by a manifestation event. I'm going to find information. So you find information. You take a course. You process a limiting belief. You look at things from a different perspective. 
And you think about yourself now as more than you did before, as more powerful than you did before. You don't worry about what others think as much as you did before. You're starting to hear a little bit of inspiration. You're starting to act on more inspiration. You're starting to be in front of others and have more clarity and seeing what they're all about. What are they trying to get you to do? Or what are they saying is best for you? And are you thinking in a new way, not following them just because they are the quote unquote experts, but thinking if I'm who I say I am, if I'm at a higher layer density, if I am this maverick, then I don't care about all these things that they think are good for me. I'm not trying to protect myself anymore. Then you'll have another experience, and that will lead you into a higher density. In that density, more unimaginable possibilities for you. Then you'll start to surround yourself with others who are like you. Then you'll have experiences together that no other humans have ever had before. Well, what's the big deal about that? I'd rather have a million dollars in the bank. We promise you, you wouldn't, because the million dollars in the bank is not going to help you shift your perspective. This is what you truly want. The new experience, the, the experience simply of pushing past fear and saying, I don't know what the outcome is. I'm just going to do it and act on this inspiration, just like you did. That gives you confidence now. Confidence you did not have before. That feeling of confidence that resonates with you. More and more and more of that, quickly you're into another level altogether and you see clearly because you're out of the 92 density and now you're into the 33 density. Well, the 33 density has experiences that are not suitable for those in the lower densities, but they're suitable for you because you've made it to that density you will not be in fear. It might be interesting. It might be strange. You might be, not be able to figure it out. You might not have an answer for it. How did this happen? But now you're understanding that this reality is not the way others have taught you it is. There's much more going on here. So when an unimaginable experience happens, you don't explain it away as if it was random or an accident or a coincidence. You say, no, this is evidence of my own power. And that will lead you to a higher density. Oh, yes. I do not have to control anything. Have an experience? That leads you to a higher density. Ooh, I don't have to fear anything. Nothing can happen to me. Because it can only happen for me. Oh, an even higher density. And then you adjust and you adjust and you adjust and you adjust. And you get good at this. And you find friends who are into this. And you build this community of these world-class adventurers, explorers, mavericks, and leaders. That's the unimaginable. And it can only be done by pushing past fear. Pamela. Hey, Joshua. Thank you. I have a knowing that a certain important relationship in my life is ready to be redefined. And this will allow me to be more authentic and be able to love in a more authentic way. But... I also have this nagging feeling that I'm doing something to this person 
by redefining this relationship. And I know that that does a disservice to them because it puts them in the place of the victim. And I know that they're doing things for me to allow me this exploration, but yet I'm still caught in this loop. So I was hoping you might help me with the perspective here. The perspective is this, accept, 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 wake up one day and then be unwavering. You are creating your reality. Everyone here is to support you. You get to choose how everything plays out, not based on a decision you make, but based on a perspective of yourself, of your reality, and everyone else. So let's imagine that you have this relationship with somebody and you're perceiving yourself as a victim, and you believe that the only way they can hold it together and even survive is if you're in their reality as a, in this relationship. And that if you were to leave this relationship, they would cease to exist. Well, that would be a very limited perspective, a perspective that certainly because you love and are affectionate and care for this person, you don't want anything bad to happen to them. Certainly, you're the creator of your reality. They're the creator of their reality. But everything is based in your perspective. If you have the perspective that you must do certain things or otherwise people will be adversely affected, you're not really understanding how you're the creator of your reality or their role in your reality. Now, we're talking from a non-physical perspective. We are talking in philosophical terms. But generally speaking, the decision is very easy based in whatever perspective you're at. If you're at a limited perspective, the decision is going to be easy to stay in something that is not suitable for you. If you're at a higher perspective, if you're at the highest perspective you could possibly get to, the decision's easy. You know they're going to be fine. You know that in a unharmonious relationship, they're in fear and they can't see the unimaginable from where they are. But imagine five years going on, you redefine this relationship and they are living a wonderful life that they could not live if you were tied in fear together. One of you has to choose from a higher perspective how to move forward. Is it going to be you or is it going to be the other person? Well, you can see of the two of you, who has the higher perspective? It's probably pretty obvious. As you get a higher perspective, you can see pretty much where everyone else's perspective is. And you can be compassionate and offer them absolute kindness and loving. But to hold someone in a prison, even if you're the warden, isn't really a loving relationship. To allow them freedom, to liberate them, this is the highest perspective you can reach in any relationship. They don't need you. You don't need them unless you say you do, unless you require them. Are you needing them for manifestation events every day? Well, if you are, great. If you're getting something from that, wonderful. Have you learned to accept? Accept, 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 accept. Be in love with them, which means knowing them, 
appreciating them, being grateful to them, and then realizing, okay, your paths are diverging now. Time for you to go on yours, time for the other person to go on theirs. Nothing wrong with that. You just become comfortable walking along what you thought was the same path, but you were never on the same path. You see, you're all a little bit confused about who these other people are in your life. They are tied to you until you set them free. Take that perspective, and we think the decision will be obvious. Your role in all your relationships, children, friends, parents, lovers, is to liberate them. You don't need them to need you. You don't need them to serve you once you get the lesson. They are reflecting back to you your perspective. We're not going to say it's easy because there's some intertwined emotions in there, entangled. But from your non-physical perspective, imagine you two together. Imagine what you agree to prior to this birth. Imagine the two of you existing in pure love and understanding and acceptance and knowing of each other through eons. And then looking down at your human selves and going, isn't this funny how they're just all in this drama? It's so unnecessary. They could just have fun, but they think certain things are going to happen because they're trying to protect themselves from each other, which is the last thing you'll ever have to do. Liberate those in your life, and you'll notice that you'll transform each and every relationship from a limited perspective to a much higher perspective. Does that make sense? It does. I think I had the idea that if I continued raising my perspective, that as they are a mirror to me, that they would be released through my perspective instead of me having to actually liberate them. <laughs> when you reach a higher perspective, you'll get inspiration. Then you'll act on that inspiration or not. When you act on the inspiration, guess what happens? You liberate them. You take the action from the inspiration. But if your perspective is not high enough where you say, oh, there's too much fear in that. I'm not taking the action. Well, you don't really have a high perspective enough yet. As soon as you get the higher perspective and you take the action, that's evidence of the higher perspective changing the relationship. Because you've taken the action. You've pushed past the fear. Fear is limiting. Fear is the ribbon that prevents you from moving forward. When you take the scissors and you cut the ribbon, you create a new timeline, and that's action. You've shown, you've demonstrated that you've gotten this perspective because you've pushed past the fear to take the action. Excellent. That makes sense. Thank you. We have time for one silly question, the silliest question of the day, the week, this year, or the history of the world. Who's got a silly question? We know Manny has a silly question. He's just in fear. Okay, let's talk about unconditional love. Well, let's imagine that there was such a thing as unconditional love, a love in which the conditions would have no effect on the relationship. Where do you find yourself where there are no conditions? In the non-physical. In the non-physical, there's no conditions. Therefore, it's easy to be in unconditional love. 
But you said, that's too easy for us. Let's come into physical reality. Let's set up all these conditions, all this context, all this fear, then try to have unconditional love. And so you have conditional love. But what you think conditional love is, is more of a affection. Unconditional love says, I will endeavor to understand your perspective without needing you to be any different than you are, without needing you to understand my perspective, without needing you to do anything, because that's how much I love you. I want to know you, and knowing is love. You can't eliminate the conditions. You can only rise above those conditions. At first, intellectually. At first, by moving through higher densities. When you get to the highest density, you'll be in the non-physical without conditions. Until then, there will always be conditions. So just do your best. Just think about these conditions are not real. The only thing that is real is this relationship, this connection, this bond that we have. It doesn't need to be improved because it's already perfect. It doesn't need to be maintained because that would propose some outcome that you're trying to get. You don't have to have an ideal because the relationship could be unimaginable and the ideal is something you've seen other people do. You cannot know how others feel. You could look at what you think is the most loving relationship in the world and you have no idea what they're feeling on the inside. They might be in total fear. You don't need the other person to love you. That's not really possible in this reality. In this reality, no one can really see you or feel you or know anything about you because everyone's perspective is so unique. All you can do is love them. And when we say love them, get to know them. When we say get to know them, think about their perspective. How are they operating in their reality? Why are they in your reality? Why do you want to be with them? Why do you need them to be different than they are? And why do you need yourself to be different than you are? The love that you've experienced in this reality is a wonderful thing. Love is appreciation, gratitude. You can love every single person that you know in your life equally. Your children are no more special than an acquaintance. In the non-physical, you'll realize this. You can love anyone when you stand in their presence and you endeavor to understand their perspective. When you can do that, you will feel satisfaction. That satisfaction is an indication that you're on the right track, that you're moving towards something. The problem is... When you focus what you think is love on one person or on one thing, you dip down into a bit of fear because what if it's lost? To counter that, we would say, take this approach. Liberate everything you love. Don't need anything or anyone to be in your life. That's operating from fear and that's not love. It's just a form of control. 
don't love in control, meaning they have to be a certain way for them to receive your love. And you have to be in a certain way for them to receive your love. You just want to be you, not care what they think, not care what they do, because you have no control over it whatsoever, and not care about any of the conditions, because the conditions were just formed as they're formed. You can't see what they see. You can't feel what they feel. You think the conditions are, we live in this house, we have these kids, we have these parents, we have these jobs, we have these responsibilities, those are the conditions. They don't see it the same way. It's amazing you can have a conversation at all because your perspectives are so different. So to be in unconditional love in a conditional environment, not really possible, but to endeavor to understand someone's perspective and get to know them, that's what we call love. And with that, we love you. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Have a wonderful weekend. All right. That was another amazing episode. I love when people can push past their fear and get into these high-level questions. And then Joshua goes to another level altogether. It's really this process of moving towards these, these higher densities. And at these higher densities is where the unimaginable happens and access to all these new wonderful ideas and philosophies. To dive a little bit deeper and to stand up for yourself, Joshua here is suggesting, and I agree, I've seen so many transformations, and they are all part of doing a experience. Words don't teach, experience teaches, and the experiences that are available in the courses and the activations are amazing. Uh, it doesn't take too much. Once you get into one of these things and, and start doing the work and processing limiting beliefs, you elevate your perception of yourself very rapidly, and that's when transformation happens. So I encourage you to do something. There are lots of things that we have here, and I'm happy to share anything with you. Uh, so just send me an email to garybodley at gmail.com. And of course, building this community is one of the most incredible things that has happened as a result of this podcast. We have this such fun at these retreats, and it's really like coming home to a very loving family. You seem to know everyone. It's just amazing. And that's why we do so many of the retreats because they're just so much fun. Please like and subscribe and share this with your friends. Uh, leave a review. That'd be amazing. Until next time, have a wonderful week. Bye.